Let's do it. Turn my phone to silent. No, no, keep it loud. Loud and proud. Should I turn on recordings? Yes, let's do this. Vegan Hacks is present. Happy New Year! Not yet. Oh, this won't air by New Year? This is going to be for New Year. Happy almost New Year! Mike Keller, how are you? Jason Cartellian, I am hanging in there, turning the wheel, just trying to be productive and do something with my time. For it is precious and fleeting. I mean, time is fleeting. Okay, I have a question for you. This is just, I mean, a a real question. I mean, do you consider yourself kind of like a mini activist now that you're a big podcaster? No, not really. Because I I, I don't think, I think we're just kind of preaching to the choir. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I think you're more of an activist because your videos actually get seen by other people. Yeah, like 11-year-olds. You know, for someone... (laughs) To actually tune into a podcast, they have to already have some like prior interest. I, I don't see carnivores um, thinking like, "Hmm, let me change my worldview." Let's see. Oh, this podcast this will this will teach me a thing or two. I don't know. Maybe we'll do the um, Earthling Ed thing where we bring carnivores in and attack them and teach them a lesson. Debate them. But that's even preaching to the choir because I think that some vegans want to like, like see carnivores put in their place. Omnivores, brash meat eaters. Here's a question. You order from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many times do they get your order wrong? I would say at least 20% of the time. Like the error rate is quite high. You really have to check vigilantly. Okay, so you told me that you had a crunch wrap that you bought. You took it home and there was meat in it, right? You never order to go. It's just, like, unless you check it at the place. Like delivery, forget about it. I never order delivery. There's, it's just, it's like a fifty-fifty chance of you getting what you asked for. Okay, so did you have an issue when you took a bite of it, or did you check it and see that it was not right? I've had, I have in the past foolishly taken bites, tasted the nastiness, and then immediately spit it out. Do you think Taco Bell can change their ways? Like, do you think they, because, because I, I had exactly the same experience, but I actually mm-hmm. even filmed it. Okay. So I was going to do a funny. Vi- Wait, did you chew and swallow the meat? I mean, I, I swallowed some of it because I took such a big bite. Oh, you didn't realize, wait, when you were chewing it, didn't you realize exactly what it was and spit it out? You, you didn't know you were like, num, num, num. What is this? And swallowed it. No, okay. Okay. First of all, I mean, I did a couple of videos. You can buy some of you probably have already seen the videos uh, where I was at a Taco Bell. I had a, a crunch wrap. And when I'm doing that whole video thing, when I have the crunch wrap in my hand, I'm filming it. You know, I, I just wanted to do a video about Taco Bell. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about like it's the end of the year. What was my experience with Taco Bell? What, you know, things like that. Just, just kind of an end of the year thing that I was going to do. But in order for me to get in that mood to like make a video about it, I think, you know, it's good for me to go to Taco Bell, get a black bean crunch wrap and just sort of get that experience of Taco what it, you know, just try to get that feeling of what it was, what's mm-hmm. like to go to Taco Bell. You know, I, I could go to other places. I mean, I just felt like because Taco Bell does mean a lot to the vegan community, 
you know, it's yes. sort of the relatively inexpensive meal where you can pretty much wherever you go, you can maybe grab something. If you're starving, you can get something. And have Taco some Bell. protein for once. Yes. Not just so, fries. So I wanted to do like a little, like, I don't know, end of the year recap of my Taco Bell experience. So I bought the Crunchwrap. And I've just felt like it would have been a good shot for me to bite into it. Like, and you know, you know, so I had the camera on me. I was oh, filming. Oh, so you couldn't like take it apart and check it first because you were doing this filming business. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I could have like opened it up and looked at it and check. I mean, I, I mean, crunch wraps though, they tend to fall apart if you open them up, don't you think? They are a geometric marvel of engineering. Yes, exactly. They are a geometric marvel of engineering, correct. Well, you know, a woman invented it. She invented this, and, and she was like a proponent. We talked about this, didn't we? Did we talk about Perhaps. the... Oh, no, and I did a whole video on... I, I think I just did a video on it. But it's interesting because the woman that invented the crunch wrap... Also invented the cantilever bridge. She had to lobby for over 10 years, and finally they said yes. Oh, it wasn't a home run. Vindicated. It was something that she had to keep on internally lobbying because as soon as it got out, it was an instant overnight success, right? That's right. She had to find an administration too because like Taco Bell had all these different CEOs come in and out and then she was like oh. this crank. Oh, here she comes again with the with the crunch wrap idea. So wait a second. She wasn't an employee of the Taco Bell company? She no, no, she was. She was. She but okay. but, but again, uh, the the whole concern about the crunch wrap was it was going to take too long to make. I think that it's mm -hmm. a big headache to make anyway. That it, oh, also that it wouldn't hold together properly. There was a lot of different. No, concerns. it's a marvel of engineering. What are you talking about? It has this whole like counterbalancing tension system. I, I got to throw out her name because she she. Yeah, Wait, I have a question. Okay. I have two questions. One, if only they had listened to her at first, they could have made millions and millions of more dollars because it is one of the higher priced items on the menu. And two, once she was finally vindicated, what was her reward? No, her reward is just bragging rights because she was under salary from Taco Bell. But they they kind of made her no kind of, they gave her like a lot of perks and they I think they do celebrate her. They should her. have turned her into the CEO. Okay, Lois Carson is her name. Lois Carson always wanted to find a new way to fold a tortilla. Life's like an experiment to me, she said. For 23 years, when she worked at Taco Bell as a product developer, she thought about how a tortilla might be wrapped around a taco filling in the shape of a hexagon. But it's more than just a hexagon. It's also the shell. It's like, I mean, it's the way it lays out. It, it, it the, the crunch that you get. I mean, there's a lot of amazing things that happen when you bite into a crunch wrap. But I did not expect to get meat. Okay, so I ordered a black bean crunch wrap. I added guacamole. I added, I think when you add things, it makes it harder, more complicated. If I just ordered a black bean crunch wrap... But then it would come with cheese and sour cream if you had done that. Even though I know that, I think they're they're phasing this out. But, you know, they, they have they're the... They're phasing the iPad out? No, they're phasing out when you want it uh, fresco style. What? I think they are. What? How dare they? So you have to just say... You can't do that. I, don't, I understand no. that. 
I, I, I mean, I, I just, I saw there was a little button that said fresco style, but from what I'm reading, I'm seeing that they seem to be wanting to phase out that fresco style. Some theme. Taco Bells elsewhere, not in Los Angeles area, they do not know what fresco style means, and you have to explain it to them. Maybe that's. I've had to explain it to them in San Francisco once, even. Um, and they wait, got wait, it wrong, wait a minute, and then they Ho- hold on. You had to tell them what fresco was in Frisco. <laughs> okay, I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit for that one. So wait, okay. So you were in Frisco, and then you wanted yeah. in Fresco. Yes. Actually, I I heard that people from San Francisco hate the term Frisco. So whatever. I was in Frisco, and I wanted it Fresco, but the guy said no go. So anyway. I ordered it Frisco style, and um, well, clearly not Frisco style because they don't even know what it is there. I had to explain to them that Frisco style is the way they make a vegan crunch wrap in San Francisco. This is getting way too complicated. And then they dance disco. And this is this is we've belabored this one to death. All right. Okay, so I or this is my order. This is I'm my order. still marveling about the mathematical purity of the crunch wrap. They should have given that lady a Fields Medal. Yeah, Lois, Lois Carson, man. I, I, well, it, I, it's made billions of dollars. The crunch wrap, you know, it's brought people to the to the altar of the Taco Bell. I mean, I also I think if you're a vegan, that's sort of the essential order. All right. Oh, I thought it was bean burrito fresco style, but okay. Yeah, that's who. When I ordered, this is my order. I ordered a black bean crunch wrap, no dairy, add potatoes, jalapeno, guacamole. Oh, they saw this and they're like, to hell with this guy. Standard, out. We do not get paid enough. They saw all of those things and like, "Uh, let's just put some meat in it. I took the bite, okay, okay, and 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 immediately there was a textural issue. I'm I'm doing multiple things. Yeah. I'm holding the crunch wrap. I'm holding my phone. I'm filming. I'm doing all sorts of things. Distracted. You're not on vegan high alert. There's a lot of things going on. I bite down, and immediately I taste like. First of all, it's too wet. You know what I mean? It <laughs> kind of like explodes in your mouth. The wetness. Uh... That's like the animal fat squeezing into your mouth. It was weird. No, it Did was, you hear the cows crying out in there? Ah! It was like a very, very diluted soup that tasted more like, like dishwater. Ew! And then, and then I tasted like these, like very, like sandpapery texture. That's the ground up bones that I guess was the meat. I don't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was meat, but it was like kind of a thing. Like, you know, when you bite into a crunch wrap, it's going to be kind of a nice, it's going to be a nice creamy bite, you know, smooth bite down. But I, I tasted the gristle. So I knew it wasn't right, but I took such a huge bite like I took this like big, bite. so I took it out of my mouth. I spit it out. Cow sized bite. I took like the biggest bite, and I have a big mouth. Obviously, I mean, everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah, well, both metaphorically and literally. Yeah, exactly. So I basically spit it out. I had some water with me. I washed out my mouth. 
but I know that I swallowed some and there was some stuck in my teeth and everything. And, and so, and and so what, what am I going to do? I made a video about the experience and then I made another video giving the meat a review because I feel like, you know, (laughs) I could give a meat review. So you tasted it enough that you could actually give it a review. I mean, that's how you do it. You taste something and you can give it a review. Oh, okay. it didn't taste good. Did you give the Crunchwrap a burial and apologize to the cow? No, I handed it back to the people. I'm saying, I said, this is wrong. And then they gave me a new Crunchwrap that didn't have potatoes, had jalapenos, but didn't have the guacamole. And that's an extra dollar. As long as it didn't have a dead animal, I guess you're ahead. That's right. So you've actually done this, bitten into it and tasted meat. Tasted meat, been disgusted, immediately spit it out, could not have told you what it tasted like because it was like, you know, this overwhelming like, uh, is you know, honestly, I, I'm not a very emotional person, but I feel this like brief flash of rage, like, what the hell am I doing? And then I like spit it out and um, then, I, you know, try to wash out my mouth. I actually gave it a rating of two out of ten. And actually, oh, oh, not one. I mean, I just feel like I mean, they, they, I mean, the effort went into making the food. I mean, I feel like I, I couldn't give it a one. I mean, not I feel, no effort went into like getting the order right. I feel I feel like if I go one out of ten, you know, you I'm showing biased. vegan bias. But there was actually right. some meat eaters that agreed with me. Like, yeah, that 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 meat is two out of ten. I mean, I I, I think I, a, I think a lot of um, Taco Bell employees will not eat the meat there. They'll they'll sometimes eat the beans. I, I'm to blame. Okay, I'm to blame because I didn't check it's my food. Team effort. You're and then, both to blame. And then also, I'm like going to a Taco Bell that's like super busy, like af- right after North Hollywood High School, out of school. There's all these kids everywhere. I mean, I mean, obviously, my order is going to be wrong. It's it, you know, this is anarchy is reigning in this Taco Bell. Yeah, the post-apocalyptic Taco Bell. The best way to do a Taco Bell is on more like Taco Hell. I think to do it off hours, so there's not as many people, and you can actually see it being made. You can see your order being made. You can see it come together. I think that's the only way to do it now. We need transparency. Well, sooner or later, all human workers are going to be replaced by robots, and then we, living on our like government dole, will be able to purchase Taco Bell, and it will be done in an error-free way by some kind of AI. Yeah, or we'll just unplug the robots. We'll blame the robots when they... Bl- the robots will make mistakes, too. <laughs> Fewer. Who said that? Yeah, you, know. you think so? Maybe. Like, know. you know, statistically, this, everyone's scared of st- self-driving cars, but they already have fewer car accidents than humans. But when a self-driving car has an accident, it's news. Whereas when a human does, like, it happens all the time. You have a lot of faith in technology, Mike Keller. No, I just, I told you, they do make mistakes. They just, the numbers say they make fewer accidents. Okay, so here's another, a little wrinkle on this, okay? So I, I was a just thinking, like, time. what can I do? I'm an outraged man. I'm a vegan. Yes. My ethics have been destroyed by Taco Bell. You have been debased. You're no longer a vegan. You've lost your veganity. Okay, so I'm no longer vegan now, so I might as well change the name of this podcast, and uh, also change the name of my. I mean, I mean, what my what do I have to live for? Flexitarian hacks. Sometimes accidentally eating meditarian hacks. 
facts cheating vegan hacks all right this is in nine this is february 11th 1999 sing the Ooh. prince song okay gonna party like it's 1999 okay this is the la times in 1999 february 11th 1999 taco bell settles suit with hindu over meal order Ooh. Yo quiero bean burrito, not beef burrito. Taco Bell has paid a confidential sum to settle a lawsuit. It's like $20. By a devout Hindu who sued the fast food chain for serving him a beef burrito rather than a bean one that he ordered. The company settled a suit filed by Merkish K. Rye, 33, of Carpinteria. So it happened around here. As the case approached trial in Ventura County Superior Court last month, so they they settled before the the case came to fruition. Rye said that biting into the beef burrito and chewing the meat violated his religious scruples. The trauma caused him to seek advice from his spiritual guru in Britain and eventually journeyed to India to purify himself by bathing in the holy waters of the Ganges River. Which is actually very polluted, by the way. Rai has filed suit after Taco Bell refused to give him a refund. Oh my (gasps) god. They wouldn't even refund his crunch wrap or whatever the burrito was? Or apologize for the April 1997 incident. Unbelievable. He was seeking as much as $144,000 for his expenses and damages. The principles to me are far more important than the actual settlement, Rye said Wednesday, but Taco Bell trivialized the importance of this suit. They still haven't shown any remorse whatsoever. Anyway, I, I mean, I think that it, the times have changed. You know, I, I think they would show remorse. Oh, yeah. The, the same suit happened to Burger King recently and it got laughed out of court. Okay. Well, maybe there was more sensitivity to this man's religion. Well, I don't think the court saw anything. I think Taco Bell probably just said, we don't need any more of this bad press. We don't need to like expend legal fees. Here's some token sum. Leave us alone. We have to get the plane ticket to the River Ganges, too. I mean, come on, I man. Yes, yeah. No, I mean, uh, see what uh, it sucks, but I think the 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 general claim made by these fast food places when they do get sued, as of you know, the last one from Burger King was, you know, there's an expectation that this is actually a meat restaurant. It's not really in in designed for you people, meaning us. Um, and uh, you know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. I think it's important for Taco Bell to have a sign a waiver before we order. No, I think it's important for them to like pay attention to the order and not mess up, but whatever. It's not All happening. right. Well, anyway, so that's a the situation there. That was kind of kind of a, a, a sad a sad day in the USA. That's life. 